Listen to Reverend Samuel Drew, Senior Pastor of Grace and Truth Tabernacle International, Ghana in West Africa. He comes your way with this podcast. Reverend Samuel Drew is the founder of Revival Africa and Beyond, a non-denominational mission movement. He's also the convener of international conference called Zizendorf Missions Conference, which gathers people, church workers, and church ministers from around the world for a reviving experience for God's mission. Now, Reverend Samuel Drew. For with you and you in us is the hope of glory. Thank you for the privilege of hearing your word all the time. Because we shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Speak to us that we will live. Because to live is to love. We thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. One thing you should ask yourself every Wednesday we gather here is why have we come? I'm always pressed by the reason why we do what we do. We are dealing with a wise God who must have a reason for everything he does. He has given us eyes to see, ears to hear, nose to smell, the tongue to taste. And God will not call an assembly of his children without a purpose. And for us, it is no other purpose than being conformed to the image of his son, Jesus Christ. It's amazing how certain things escape us in the word of God. Conformity to Christ, which is a subject in a book like Prophetic Experience, a very strange place for such a subject to appear. Very strange. Because when we, when we touch on prophetic things, we, we go crazy with it. That is not a place to talk about Christ. It's a realm for word of knowledge, for, for, for getting about the God of all knowledge, the omniscience God. It's a realm for ourselves. Whereas Paul the Apostle says, I will come to visions and revelations of the Lord, not of ourselves. And so, we have to recover ourselves. We are fast becoming Christians in our own way. In our own way. Instead of his way. And it's all because we we are not looking into the scriptures. 
And so the reason for our gathering here is to be conformed to the image of the Son. Everything we are reading is the Spirit's inspiration and revelation for our conformity to the image of His Son, to Jesus Christ. Can you say amen? amen? And what a better life we are going to live if we become conformed to Jesus Christ. A better life is not in a management book. You understand? You can manage your life to distraction. A better life teaches how we should relate to authority. Therefore, if, was, if you submit to your husband and to authority, it is conformity to Christ. It's because of Christ. So how awesome and wonderful life ought to be, will be if we are like Christ. Amen. 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 Some of our problems, including the African problems, see, that requires spiritual technicians to come in. I'm trying to solve it for you right now. If you, you become like Christ, that is how you resolve it. Christ comes from everywhere in the world. He comes from Africa. He comes from Europe. He comes from everywhere. So, nothing frustrates Christ. He is Lord of all. Paul said, I show unto you a more excellent way. The most excellent way to fix issues is to check your Christian experiences. And when we talk of Christian experiences, we are talking about how you stand with Christ. Yeah. How you stand with Christ. It will fix everything. So, when... We can get the whole church to strive to become like him. We will be getting out of problems that may require spiritual technicians, like I said. We will require, you know, some deliverance and all those things that we are thrown into the process of discipleship. There are a lot of things occupying the discipleship process. They are not supposed to be there. Because the people are simply not becoming like him what hope is there for your child if your child prefers to eat the food of your dog instead of your own food there's, there's no hope and that's what is happening in the church a man like Paul the apostle is an example of conversion and there isn't so much to fix in his life other than his own direct confrontations with the powers of darkness in his mission to convert the gentiles that's all apart from that all things were working together for his good if paul was married his his wife would not be would, would never run to uh, peter or james to 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 bail him bail her out no because the man knows what to do and he knows what to do not because he just knows what to do because he's like christ i'm crucified with christ nevertheless i live yet or not i but christ that liveth in me every one of us here our hope is in becoming like christ that is my goal and your goal the bible talks of predestination in the book of romans chapter 8 and what is it about it's not you are predestinated to become a carpenter or a surgeon 
or whatever but to be conformed to the image of his son that's all so a word like christ likeness you will not find it in the bible in the same way you will not find the word rapture in the bible the concept abounds but the word is not there but how important is that christ likeness very important very important so that is the reason for meetings like this every counseling session the conclusion of the whole counseling session become like christ this decision you want to take if we have jesus in the seat how will it be taken that's all so pastors don't need to go and study psychology they don't have to go like horse chasing after social sciences to bring solutions to god's people no christ the wisdom and the knowledge of god in him i hate all the treasures treasures you know there is that line in that song that we sing treasures abound something like that in uh, uh there is a hope social there's a line that talks about treasures so but that's the whole thing every one of you strive to be like christ strive to be like, i strive to be like christ that's all and then we will be enjoying life you'll be what you'll be enjoying life the miracle life is christ himself you will be enjoying life you will not be enduring life you'll be enjoying you will never be struggling with god it's not christian testimony oh god god you know struggle with me that is jacob that's not christ god struggled with me before I, you know i became a pastor before i said yes to god before i married somebody before this it's like as for you you are a litigant difficult person for god it's not a testimony christ would not have that testimony he was obedient even unto death the death of the cross and he wants that to be conformed to him that's all ministry can be beautiful and i'm talking about something beautiful today christian life can be very beautiful but everything is turned upside down we like a more complex way instead of the more excellent way become like christ no 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 we, we, we simply don't see the wisdom of how becoming like christ can bail us out of our everyday problems but jesus lived an everyday life that is why he came from heaven oh, to earth to live an everyday common life that you will live exactly that way it was common for him to walk on the water peter did attempted it and it, it, it worked because the faith works everyday life every day every day every day common everyday life how many diseases do we have have we heaped on ourselves because we are not like christ that is the bottom line of everything may we cherish the wisdom of god hallelujah our christ uses time simple <laughs> if we're like jesus how are you going to use your time will you blow it away or you will use it well it, it, it's, it's a jesus thing that's all whilst we we must learn how to pray and do this and do that converse to christ including we ourselves must know that the ultimate goal is to become like him that's all it's not to become a prayer warrior 
or a fasting machine. But like him. So we spoke about godliness last week. Apostolic exhortations to practical moral godliness. How we should move away from the judicial, the legal, to the practical and the moral. It is Christianity with emphasis in the scriptures. Our lives cannot be out of order and still claim the Antiochian name Christian on ourselves. No, that is inconsistent. Apostolic confirmation of profitable meantime godliness. Don't don't have a mind that you know when I'm in church, I went I go into a snooze. When I get out of here, then I'm in I'm in a real world practical, you know, what was the pastor talking about? <laughs> now now that I am I'm really out there. No. Profitable meantime godliness in the meantime this thing is profitable very profitable then apostolic persuasion of perpetual merit of godliness this thing is forever and ever and ever how long forever and ever and ever if only in this world we have hope then we have all men most miserable you should have that conviction then our exercise unto godliness simple don't turn yourself into some spiritual space traveler because you 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 are in pursuit of godliness no simple withdraw from certain kind of company and follow the right company period and enoch walk with god right company and he was not for before he was translated he had this testimony that he pleased god that's christianity christianity is not doing spiritual inspection see looking into the skies trying to see how many angels are there and all those perversions into things that mean nothing to god and therefore to us follow the right company if you are here and you are still hooked to mr wrong and mrs wrong break it especially 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 if it is about marriage you dare not that's when we are going to open a can of worms even friendship you can't keep a company that will lead you outside godliness how much more marriage and the fact that somebody is in church does not mean that the person is godly oh yes a pastor was trying to marry a girl you are the pastor was married already with children there's a difference between a pastor and a husband so you withdraw yourself from the wrong company from the wrong company association is either your doom or your glory association the kind of people you i don't care who they are they can be pastors and a young prophet associated with an old prophet that was his end so check your friendships very well outside this church who are your friends who do you listen to who speaking to your life who has influence over you check it i can't say that you know more than i'm doing now i can't stress it too much are they helpful 
do they lead you god what and heaven what you are a girl this your other girlfriends your friends that are surrounding you are they helping you live a holy life it's not by fault that you should keep them you went to school with them and so what take them away you are finished school you're on your own you don't get out of a car and take all the passengers to your house that is insanity everybody should go to his place that is christianity sometimes it's amazing good people don't even have influence upon you as much as they care about you you simply don't allow them but there is a setting inside you a setting a configuration that allows evil people rather to influence you it's very strange they talk into your ears when they buy a dress then they give you one whilst we are in church listening to testimonies of god's deliverances and healing in people's life they are giving you their testimonies of their sinful escapades their adventures with their same partners you are the one they dump those testimonies on and you are comfortably listening when did you meet christ have you not read nevertheless the foundation of god stand the show and when god lays foundation brother he lays it having this seal the lord knoweth them that are his let everyone including you the name of the name of christ depart from iniquity this is christianity plain simple clear as the sun amen that's why you must read your bible more than everything else the bible the daily strength read it now this evening soaring the way up out to godliness brotherly kindness <laughs> now you see the word there art tells us which i keep emphasizing that christianity is not one thing we are christians in a balanced way not in one way we are christians in a balanced way we are healthy naturally speaking physically speaking in a balanced way not in one way second corinthians chapter 8 the verse number seven second corinthians 8 7 therefore as ye abound in everything in faith and utterance and knowledge and virtue and godliness and in all diligence and in your love to us see that you are bound in this grace also so paul is itemizing what makes up christianity of course not everything is said here but at least he makes the people know that it's not one thing that makes christianity now here he was talking about giving he was talking about what how we ought to abound in this grace as we approach the terms listen this this where we have come to now you must save every every coin oh yes save every money let it pain you that you you misuse money this is the time for an alert not on your phone but on your own money are you following what i'm saying abound in this grace also christianity is not one thing amen so virtue super excellent knowledge you know everything patience 
godliness he says we are still adding on it's not one thing see that you are bound in this grace also because we are going to be fruitful and useful christians to the degree that we maintain balance in all that god has called us to be we are going to be beautiful useful christians to the degree that we maintain balance we maintain what balance no matter how smart looking a car is if it has no balance you you, you won't appreciate it the brand of the car may be on it all right the seats may have rubbers covering them everything is is working but if it has no balance so drivers always go to workshop to check alignment to bring balance now a beautiful christian life apart from our being fruitful and useful god wants us to be beautiful christians can you say amen listen an ugly christian is a contradiction they you can live your christian life in such a way that it stinks oh yes it's, it's just deafening to people's ears you call upon the name of the lord but there is no beauty to behold so it is balance that brings beauty to our lives haven't you met some christians and you are you wish they knew this thing too i wish they knew that one too what he was saying is that i want a balance in his life songs of solomon chapter six that man knew beauty songs of solomon proverbs ecclesiastics songs of solomon chapter six from verse four thou art beautiful what is who is he talking about the church the believer the christian oh my love you see in the new testament we keep on hearing my beloved you are my beloved accepted in the beloved beloved now i hear the sons of god thou art beautiful oh my love as teza comely as jerusalem terrible as an army with banners turn away thine eyes from me for they have overcome me now where we are reading now everything we are reading to tell you is not one thing that makes us beautiful look at it turn away thine eyes from me he's talking about the eyes now he said i can't even stand your gaze they have overcome me so that's one thing thy hair is as a flock of goats that appear from gilead another thing one thing does not make beauty if you see a heap of hair you can't say it is beautiful only hair the hairs that you sisters you wear is because your head your scalp has given you the shape nobody cares about it when it is hanging somewhere it, it is something in you that gives it life and attention thy teeth are as a flock of sheep which go up from the washing you see he said your teeth is so white it's like sheep that we have gone we have bathed them whereof everyone bearer twins and there is not one barren among them one thing that's not make beautiful that's beautiful it's a balance 
as a piece of a pomegranate at thy temples within thy locks he's talking about describing the site there are three score queens and four score concubines and virgins without number he's saying that there are many others i've seen but you surpass all of them <laughs> because there is a balance <laughs> may we have a balance in our lives beauty is a balance praise god that is a message for sisters here so after you have finished putting on all your physical things hey there is a balance what about a meek and a quiet spirit which is before god a great price a meek you don't think that is important this week i saw an elderly woman i think she must be over 70 years now kneeling down before her former head of state she did it twice but you should see young girls they are standing there like a pillar mr president i was in a meeting some time ago and a professor was very angry with this young girl and then the, 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 you see when when you make yourself proud people can bring your history if you don't want trouble stay where you are be quiet be humble so that it will cover many things amen then the man said i mean that was the first time i felt i heard something like that being used to describe someone that even in academia in education where you went to school is important so the, the prof said this girl i think they were in a world bank meeting or whatever i was there when she was talking the man was talking he said this girl was just throwing her weight about a tiny little girl but you just attended the state university in the u.s a state university probably the prof went to an ivy league school the fact that he speaks a ghanaian english very strong ghanaian accent doesn't mean that she he doesn't know what he's saying so the man was he said he said this girl just a state university a state university that you attended you are making yourself big in this place there was no balance may you have a balance in your life it matters we have respect to the whole council of god whole not some whole this church is not the church that is just hitting on one side we hit everywhere because beauty comes out of balance but it's what apostolic christianity is all about it emphasizes the composite nature of the faith not just one composite the whole acts 20 27. it is in that context that beautiful christians emerge acts 20 27. for i have not shunned to declare unto you all the counsel of god amen all the counsel of god all balanced composite so even when foundational doctrines are laid apostolic christianity emphasizes the need to go on onto perfection to maturity because the thing must be balanced so it does not leave you in class one as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the world that you may grow thereby grow in grace and in the knowledge of our lord and savior jesus christ hebrews chapter 6 the verse number one he says therefore leaving the principles of the doctrine of christ it's not one thing it's not one thing foundation does not make a building and yet you are god's building so what do we do let's move on let's add 
let us go on unto perfection the word perfection there is maturity not laying again the foundation of re repentance from dead works and of faith toward god may we keep adding to our lives so when we come to faith as we have done we must pay attention to all the aspects all the aspects of the faith so we can grow up into the measure of the stature of christ into useful fruitful beautiful christians and the apostles knew exactly that first thessalonians chapter three first thessalonians chapter three from the verse number six for this cause when i could no longer forbear what i had you see when you when you say you are doing god's work be be involved see the language here i could no longer forbear for what i've missed god's people do you miss people like that there are people in this church i look forward to them all the time oh yes and there's nothing wrong with it paul uh, john the beloved wrote to the elect lady and then he said whom i love for this cause when i could no longer forbear i could not stand it i sent to know your faith i myself could not come but i made somebody come to know your faith lest by some means the tempter have tempted you and our labor be in vain temptation is from day one to your last day you don't graduate from temptation the models the the the, the models may change but for temptation you'll be tempted but now when timotheus came from you unto us and brought us good tidings thank god that when he came it was good when we come into your life may we see that it is good good tidings of your faith and charity and that ye have good remembrance of us always you see this thing is not just pastor to you it is also you to pastor what i expect from you is not that any time you don't come to church i am the one to check on you you should also report yourself then you even have that arrogance to say they did not check on me my friend you better grow up those days when you don't go to school they would not check on you they will come for you and beat you <laughs> and you continue the school <laughs> you see there, there must be mutual respect honor compassion oh it's lovely i don't think that it is beyond me when some of you ask me pastor how are you doing oh yes maybe i may not be able to tell you exactly what is wrong with me but at least i appreciate that you are asking me how are you how are you doing it's good a church that remembers their pastor they will be blessed amen and i hereby say god bless some of you in fact all of you for what you have been doing amen yeah there, there are some things i didn't expect you know and and it's not it's not by god's grace we can relinquish some of our liberties for the sake in the interest of the gospel it is not maturity and certainly not to the glory of god that you insist on your liberties to the disadvantage of the gospel itself you have come in between the people and the gospel because you have brought your liberty your privilege i'm a pastor and i am this and i'm entitled to that no sir but 
Thank God for a people that have good remembrance of their spiritual leaders, desiring greatly to see us as we also to see you. You see that? That's scripture. You want to see the pastor, and the pastor wants to see you. Amen. Yes. If you want to see me, you can see me. I don't think I'm that busy. No. If you can't see me, I'll let you know. But to see me is very possible. Therefore, brethren, we were comforted over you in all our affliction and distress by your faith. Now we live if you stand fast in the Lord. For what thanks can we render to God again for you? For all the joy we will withdraw for your sakes before our God. Now, up till now, you may wonder what again is it? I think Paul should give these people distinction and just walk away. But we are saying that when we come to faith, we must pay attention to all the aspects of the faith so we can grow up into the measure of the stature of Christ so that we can come into maturity. We can be beautiful. Now, this awesome report from Timothy and then Paul's remarks about it is great. He's right after he has received the report from Timothy. This is what he's writing back to them. You are excellent folks. What, what anybody would like to pastor such a church? I love you people. But look at it. Verse 10. Night and day praying exceedingly that we might see your face and might perfect that which is lacking in your faith. After all this, there's still something lacking in your faith. Yes. <laughs> there's still something to add to your faith. We must pay attention. That is all that he's saying here. To all the aspects of the faith. You are wonderful people. When Timothy came, you have not fallen into sin. You were living victorious life. But probably you are not loving your wives as you are as you nobody is beating the wife but not like, 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 like the church in Corinth as for them they have strange elements in the church you are doing well nobody is duping another person nobody is you know into all kinds of disgraceful even public sins yet I want to perfect that which is lacking in your faith may whatever is lacking in your faith be perfected add to godliness brotherly kindness that's second peter chapter one the verse number six to knowledge temperance to temperance patience and to patience godliness seven and to godliness brotherly kindness now the word or the phrase brotherly kindness is very instructive brotherly kindness you know why because the fact that we are brothers doesn't mean that we, ne we would necessarily be kind. So he brings those two words together. Brotherly kindness. Tender mercies. Loving kindness. You see, tender mercies, because you are merciful towards somebody, you can, you can treat the person well. And because you are treating the person well, out of the same mercy, somebody who is not treating the person well, you go after the person. So in that case, it's not tender mercy, it is tough mercy. Are you following what I'm saying? <laughs> mercy can be tender and it can be what? It can be tough. You are tough on someone who is not making a loved one happy. It's exactly how he is using it here. Now, first of all, 
the apostle has on his mind family relations as saints hence the word brotherly family said suddenly comes to his mind we are a family listen the church is a family the church is what we are not strangers you are my brother and i am your brother you are my sister and i am your brother that, that is the church if we're real christian you bond with your fellow christians real christians more than you bond even with your earthly ties oh yes jesus said these are my brothers and my sisters they, they came to ask him that your mother is looking for you mary and and co he said i have them already here they should join them look at second peter 1 1. simon peter a servant and an apostle of jesus christ all that we have been reading is coming from his pen as christ's apostle an apostle of jesus christ to them that have obtained like precious faith what is that family when you come into a family they have like name they have similar like looks so like precious faith has made us into a family that is why let me get into some practical details right now you can't just carry on with anybody who doesn't have this likeness of precious faith when you pray you say in the name of jesus when he prays he says hail mary we are told how to pray when jesus taught us how to pray mary's name did not appear there if god should answer you it's not because he's afraid of the name you are calling it's because of his message if you use any other name apart from jesus like precious faith a christian should never descend low into marrying somebody who is not of the same faith and these days in the faith there are other faith in the faith there's traditional faith traditional religion faith syncretic faith all kinds of things like precious faith you see in this church if you really want to marry you can find your mate here somebody say amen i don't know why you want to you know, i have to talk plainly to you you want to do this difficult process of conversion and reconversion yes reverend is laughing <laughs> you go and bring this person here and then you reconvert how beautiful it will be you wake up in the morning when you start singing there is a hope so sure she also starts singing because you come from the same place but when you start singing this one then you also start singing something else <laughs> when you say grace to you he said joy has come <laughs> and it's like what are you people doing in the house <laughs> no it's not funny don't try to be so spiritual as if god is leading you somewhere listen just cool down be sober we spoke about grace can make you sober sober down lift up your eyes and behold you see that there is a brother or a sister in the church who will fit you whether you clap or not that is the truth yeah I can't wait for 3M meeting to tell them. I want to ask some of the brothers, what are you waiting for and what is wrong with you? What in the world are you waiting for? 
and what is wrong with you there are two questions you are waiting for a certain sister to join this church who who has not spoken to anybody before this sister there he will help you leave forget about this stranger fantasy imagining somebody who does not exist I have authority here i said look into the church if you believe in Acts 13 47 look into the church if you believe that god has brought us here as a prophetic assembly you believe in everything you believe in then brother wake up and take up your cross <laughs> and follow christ say amen so the apostle has his mind on family relations as saints maybe paul is more clearer than peter his colleague in ephesians chapter 4 the verse number 31 ephesians 4 31 um 3 14 rather we'll come to that but ephesians chapter 3 verse 14 wherefore i desire that ye faint not at my tribulations for you which is as which is your glory you know this thing that sometimes people say we want to go and seek greener pastures because of my family paul is saying that i'm suffering because of my family wherefore i desire that ye faint at my tribulations for you which is your glory for this cause i bow my knees unto the father of our lord jesus christ of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is name it is from this family spirit that we get brotherly kindness brothers and sisters are in there so the 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 the, the apostle peter has on his mind family relations as saints which is common to all the apostles and it was open to all the churches and the saints that we are family amen now brotherly kindness because we are family not brotherly wickedness mind you we can exist as brothers and yet not be kind to ourselves very unfortunate but it is true is that possible yes i'll show you instances in the bible one esau and jacob these were brothers but they were not kind to each other it's so emotional their story genesis chapter 35 we will just let the scripture explain itself so if we are sitting here and it is not brotherly kindness but rather brotherly wickedness you know wickedness can be gentle you don't greet you put your hands in your pocket or you hold tight to your back or you are, you are making a call anytime you see the person coming you start making a call it is wickedness it can be smooth wickedness it's not anything that is smooth that is godly it can be smooth and evil genesis 35 amen we are still going to find the scripture 25 rather genesis chapter 25 verse 21 
And Isaac entreated the Lord for his wife because she was barren. And the Lord was entreated of him. And Rebekah, his wife, conceived. And the children struggled together within her. Children kindness. And she said, if it be so, why am I thus? And she went to inquire of the Lord. And the Lord said unto her, two nations are in thy womb. And two manner of people shall be separated from thy bowels. And the one people shall be stronger than the other people. And the elder shall serve the younger. That's no big deal. I mean, we are not all the same. That is why in a family of like five children, they are not all born the same day. Sometimes it can happen that, you know, quintuplets or whatever. They are born. But somebody must be the senior. And somebody must be your younger brother can prosper more than you just accept it he must respect you in spite of his prosperity but it should not turn into something evil so this is not what sets the stage for what happened to them but the failure of brotherly kindness as simple as that if you want to find an explanation for anything you can find it but in God, that is not how we, we live and relate. That is the Adam-Eve kind of life. Blame game. And when her days to be delivered were fulfilled, behold, there were twins in the womb. And the first came out red, all over like an hairy, hairy garment. And they called him Esau. His name is Esau. And after that came his brother out, and his hand took hold on Esau's heel. And his name was called Jacob. And Isaac was three score years old when she bear him and the boys grew now listen the boys grew it should tell you about how fret, playful they were see the boys they were doing boys boys things they will play they will fall on each other so where where did hatred come from it used not to be like that but the point we are trying to establish is that you can be brothers and yet not be kind to yourselves so the boys grew and you saw was a cunning hunter a man of the field and Jacob was a playman dwelling in tents. Chapter 27, verse 41. 27:41. Time has passed, the boys have grown, and now Esau hated Jacob because of the blessing wherewith his father blessed him. Now, we are New Testament saints, we should be able to see things better than what is here. There should not be a case for hatred because of. You can't say that as a New Testament says. Because of what? When you say because of that, then God comes to you and says, because of Christ, forget about that. I hate brother this, or I can't stand him. You may not use the word hate, but your action is like, no, no, no I mean, I don't really, we don't flow. Because of what happened in 2015, or what is going to happen in 2010. <laughs> Today I read about someone who, who something of her mother that they were using. She went to get a kind of an authority over that thing that they can't use it anymore. Except we are which year? He said they can only use it in 2103. 20, <laughs> they can't use it anymore. He has used certain laws and other things and now when they calculated it. It can now be. They can use it. Twenty-one o three. 
put put that here down. <laughs> Esau hated Jacob because of the blessing. Now I'm saying that we can't bring any because. Pastor, this is the reason why I did this to my wife. This is why I did this to my husband. This is why I did this to this brother. No, you can't. And we will read it. Don't live in the Old Testament. We have a better promises and a better testament. Verse 42. And these words of Esau, her elder son, were told to Rebekah. And she sent and called Jacob her younger son and said unto him, Behold, now the, the mother is away. Thy brother Esau, as touching thee, does comfort himself, purposing to kill thee. Now therefore, my son, obey my voice and arise. Flee down to Laban, my brother, to Haran. That is how Jacob went to be with Laban, and then Leah came in, even though he wanted Rahel, all kinds of complex situations. Now, chapter 32. Very, very, very emotional scene. I pray that we will not continue a life of hate as brothers. You see, hatred between a person people are not familiar it's not as intense as hatred between familiar people if a garnet seller insults you or steps on your shoe you can forget it and come home and still eat your food but if it happens in your house it can go on for seven days <laughs> are you following what i'm saying yeah let's be a little bit current political russia and ukraine they are brothers they, they are brothers don't think too far you come back to ghana there are some brothers like that in the north even in the south here and sometimes that becomes a hot spot of explosion why because of the brother elements may the lord deliver us from interbrother wars maybe we end just on Esau and jacob for the day because i have many pictures to show you 32 from verse one and jacob went on his way and the angels met him and when jacob saw them he said this is god's host and he called the name of that place Mahaniam. let's come to verse three and jacob sent messengers before him to Esau, his brother onto the land of Seir, the country of edom if so, I mean, Jacob could feel tangible hatred from a distance. And he commanded them, saying, That shall he speak unto my Lord. <laughs> he has ceased to be brother. He said, My Lord. When fight comes, the name can change. It's no more brother. You have a certain name you call him. Thy servant Jacob said thus. When did he become a servant? I have sojourned. The hatred has changed relationships. I've sojourned with Laban and stayed there until now. He's given a history that Esau is not interested in. And I've oxen and asses, flocks and men servants and women servants. And I have sent to tell my Lord that I may find grace in that side. If God had not intervened, all of this, Esau would have said, and so what? And the messengers returned to Jacob saying, We came to thy brother Esau, and also he came to miss thee and 400 men with him then jacob was greatly afraid and distressed brothers greatly afraid and distressed may we never get to that point 
and he divided the people that was with him and the flocks and hares and the camels into two bands. It was all confusion. It was not, a, it's not any strategy. He just confused. Take the lead. Go ahead of me. In case he falls on you, then I, maybe I may escape or something. Now verse 9. And Jacob said, Oh God of my father Abraham, Atom Paibo, and God of my father Isaac, the Lord which said unto me, Return unto thy country and to thy kindred and i will deal well with thee listen we are just reading it like but it wasn't easy for jacob at this point he was sweating i am not worthy of the least of all thy mercies <laughs> and of all the truth which thou hast shown unto thy servant for with my staff i passed over the jordan and i am become to man deliver me i pray thee from the hand of my brother what the hand of my brother deliver me not from the hands of an enemy the hand of my brother from the hand of esau for i fear him and he will come and smite me and the mother with the children and thou said he's still talking to god i will surely do thee good oh god remember <laughs> and make thy seed as the sand of the sea which cannot be numbered for multitude lord you have not forgotten have you he was talking to him and he lodged there that same night and took of that which came to his hand a present for Esau, his brother. He took stuff for his brother. He was just thinking, thinking, thinking. 200 she-goats and two he-goats. 200 ewes and 20 rams. 30 milk camels with their coats. 40 kind and 10 bulls. 20 she-asses and 10 for... You see, when you want to give something to your brother, this is not how you do it. You don't really care. Anything goes. But because of hatred, he is giving his brother things like he is going to give to a king. And he delivered them into the hand of his servants, every drove by themselves, and said unto his servants, Pass over before me and put a space between drove and drove. And he commanded the former, saying, When he saw my brothers meeted thee, my brother, not an enemy, and asked thee, saying, Whose art thou? And whither goest thou? And whose are these before thee? Then thou shalt say, They be thy servant Jacob's. It is the present sent unto my Lord Esau. And behold, also he is behind us. Now, verse 24. And Jacob was left alone, and there wrestled a man with him until the breaking of the day. Now, listen. This historic moment in Jacob's life was not because he wanted to become Israel. He didn't have any idea about it. The real prayer summit, the all night. That sleepless night was all because of his brother. As for the blessing that came and changed his destiny, it was by mistake. God knew what he was doing, but on his part, he was a victim, crying for deliverance. And Jacob was left alone, and there wrestled a man with him until the breaking of the day. And of course, you know the story. His name was changed. But even after that, he still had to go and face his brother. Chapter 33. And Jacob lifted up his eyes and looked. And behold, Esau came. And with him 400 men and he divided the children unto leah and unto rahel and unto the two handmaids and he put the handmaids and their children foremost and leah and her children after and rahel and joseph's kingdomers why is the bible telling all of us all these details to show us the seriousness of brotherly hatred when you meet your brother you should be going with your wives and your children oh brother here you are but there are divisions in the family who should go first it's not clear and he passed over before them and bowed himself to the ground seven times look at that seven times 
bowing until he came near to his brother. And Esau ran to meet him and embraced him and fell on his neck and kissed him. And they wept. My goodness. Brotherly kindness. This is Christianity. Amen. Listen, if you have to sit down with a brother and weep over issues, do. Talk heart to heart. Say, brother, this is what I have against you. But we can't continue that way. Yeah. And don't, don't also go like, hey, you really had this against me? <laughs> Through new partner check. Then you start saying certain proverbs. <laughs> I if you want to And no John chapter Stop. Solomon has said all the proverbs already. Just obey God's word. Praise God. And what a revival will happen in our midst. This year, I believe God is setting us up for a revival. And one of it is brotherly love. There can be revival with hatred, Mnasipo. When T went uh, you know, small, small cases coming and all those things. Are you following what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's not the women's stuff. Brothers can be worse at those things. These are brothers, not sisters. Jacob and Esau, they are brothers. Brotherly kindness. May the Lord have mercy on all of us. Be on your feet. We'll continue next week with more examples and then we will jump into apostolic scriptures and set ourselves aflame with brotherly kindness. This was just a little bit of history. This was what was the big problem of the Moravians. The church that Zizendorf was pastoring. They were torn apart by issues. But thank God they were healed and God could use them. They were disjointed members. They, they were at each other's neck. Couldn't agree on anything. Then they came together with one accord. Isn't it not amazing that on the day of Pentecost, nobody said, Hey, Peter, what are you trying to do? Sit down. No brotherly kindness was at work. It's like we can't even remember what you did. Let's move on. Praise God. Amen. Amen. When there's brotherly kindness, it simply means let's move on. When there's brotherly kindness, it means that the past is forgiven and forgotten. When there's brotherly kindness, it means that I see you just as I see Jesus. How can I have something against Christ? He's our brother, Christ. Even though he's our Lord, we are joined hands with him. Lift your hands to the Lord. Lord, I've not heard all the message, but brotherly kindness. Cleanse my heart of any place where there is a kind of hatred. Yes, Lord. Bitterness against a brother, against my wife, my husband, against my boss. Yes, Lord. There's healing taking place tonight. Let go. Let your heart become a citadel of love. Yes, Lord, I give you praise. 
make me a lover of my fellow brother in the mighty name of jesus come on go ahead and talk to god as we are bringing the service we're close what a lovely life we will live what a beautiful life we will live so beautiful beauty is not only one thing i know your sins are forgiven awesome i know that you are even growing in knowledge great i know that you are godly you are added to your faith godliness but faith is still not one thing what about brotherly kindness are you becoming aloof suddenly you have gone into a cocoon a recluse you have redefined terms of relationships terms and conditions of relationship you now admit people on your terms and conditions you have made yourself a little god deciding the fate of people tonight repent forgive forget be healed be restored and let's move on in love in kindness maybe in your own family apart from the spiritual family we have here your physical family what what is going on are you in good terms with your sister with your fellow, your brother at home your mother's child or your stepbrother your stepsister how are you treating them we are before a holy god it's time for restitution of all things including our relationships it's time to 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 laugh somebody you think does not deserve it you did not deserve the love of god anyway but he loved you let's extend the same love unto others thank you father oh yes thank you lord thank you jesus in jesus mighty name we pray give me an undivided heart never let me from your love depart in jesus name we pray father help us to love each other as christ has loved us we ask this in jesus precious mighty name and everyone said amen, amen. hallelujah now you see you may be seated when you love it's for you see that all the problem that comes with hatred god does not get a bit of it hypertension stress sleepless nights as for god he's okay he's cool you are the one punishing yourself i find here in page 53 of the spirit-filled life quest for supremacy 53 last paragraph sometimes you may not feel like doing it this last thing but do it anyway master all the courage in you and give that gracious love gift gracious love gift to that someone who does not even deserve it we shouldn't waste our time and energy trying to figure out whether people must be loved or affirmed 
that is not our business it's in the in the book we are called to love god kept telling israel they were his people even when they became so unfaithful to him maybe when you go home you can go read the chapter on help affirm others chapter 7 of the spirit filled life amen god bless you for listening to this message today visit us on facebook at gtti page today for more audio and video messages information on upcoming events and so much more make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every week and remember the future belongs to us we believe